It's Tuesday, March 23, 2010. It's World Water Day. People in the U.S. buy more than half a billion bottles of water every week. That is enough to circle the globe more than five times. Remembering a champion of conservation. A record Canadian winter, record dust storms in Beijing, no ban for bluefin tuna. Sorry, Charlie. Plus, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce grows its own astroturf. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. When the end time comes and you're tilling the earth with a human femur, (laughs) while the sky is raining fire... You're going to want a reliable supply of radicchio and mini squash. Thank you for that reminder, Stephen. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is brought to you by Velvet Revolution's Disbar Torture Lawyers campaign. The DOJ Inspector General has found that Bush's DOJ attorneys committed professional misconduct by approving torture and other war crimes. But the DOJ refuses to refer the findings to state bar associations. So, VR will. Please sign on and donate to help support this important campaign for accountability at disbartorturelawyers.com. That's disbartorturelawyers.com. Okay, Desi Doyen, hit us with the green headlines. Oh, lots to cover today. Monday was World Water Day, an annual event sponsored by the United Nations to bring attention to the problem of water quality around the world. According to the UN, more than a billion people do not have access to clean drinking water, and an estimated 3.5 million people die each year from water-related diseases in developing countries. The UN warns that population and industrial growth add new sources of pollution and higher demand for clean water every day. Many charities focus exclusively on bringing clean water and sanitation to developing countries, groups like CharityWater.org, who are working to bring clean water to victims of the Haiti earthquake. And just in time for World Water Day, filmmaker and activist Annie Leonard has a fascinating new documentary online called The Story of Bottled Water. Bottled water costs about 2,000 times more than tap water. Can you imagine paying 2,000 times the price of anything else? How about a $10,000 sandwich? You can check out our fascinating video and find charities working to bring clean water to the world on our website, greennews.bradblog.com. A great champion of the conservation of public lands has died. Stuart Udall served as Secretary of the Interior in both the Kennedy and Johnson administrations and was instrumental in protecting some of America's last remaining wild lands. We can thank Stuart Udall for the fact that there are no dams on the Grand Canyon and for the Wild and Scenic Rivers Act, which protected some of the nation's last remaining unspoiled waterways from developers. He also brought us four national parks, six national monuments, nine recreation areas, 50 wildlife refuges, and much more. If we had to make these same decisions today, you can bet your bottom dollar we'd be building those dams, we'd be drilling for that oil, we'd be destroying those public lands. Thank God there were people prescient enough to protect those public lands before we got to these uh, 2000s when everything in this nation is up for sale. Preliminary numbers are in, and it looks like the winter season in Canada this year really was the warmest and driest on record. Since record-keeping began in 1948, over 7 degrees warmer on average and 22% drier this winter. Of course, Canada's not the whole globe, but it is on trend with the conclusions of the world's meteorological organizations that the last decade was the hottest on record. Liar! You're a liar! Haven't you read the emails? (laughs) Don't mind those thermometers and stuff. Over the weekend, a record dust storm enveloped China's capital of Beijing for three days 
days, China's deserts are expanding faster than ever, and scientists say the increasing desertification is due to overgrazing, over-farming, over-irrigation, and record drought in the country's north and west. But Charlie, Starkis don't want tunas with good taste. Starkis wants tunas that taste good. Here they are. It looks like Japan will be able to continue in its quest to eradicate bluefin tuna from the world's oceans. A majority of nations in the international body in charge of global seafood trade last week voted against a trading ban on the lucrative Atlantic bluefin tuna, a species so prized by sushi lovers around the world that they are loving it to death. Its numbers have crashed 97 percent since 1960. The U.S. backed the ban on international trade, but was outvoted. Who would be the ones to stop the, the overfishing of bluefin? What, what body would that be? That would be the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species, and also there's another maritime organization whose name I don't have on here. Are they a trade group, or are they uh, an environmental protectionist group? They're a trade group. And they're the ones who decide what gets to get fished and the what doesn't? The nations all vote together on what happens in the international trade of endangered species. And the number is up for the bluefin tuna. Yes. Sorry, Charlie. And finally, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, the nation's largest lobbying group representing the largest corporations in the country, is very busy these days. First, the U.S. Chamber is gearing up for this year's midterm congressional elections in November by starting up a new fake grassroots group. The Chamber's taking advantage of the recent Supreme Court ruling, Citizens United, for sure in which the five conservative justices on the court removed all obstacles to unlimited... They're not conservative justices. They're right-wing justices. They're corporatist justices. Carry on, please. They removed all obstacles to unlimited corporate spending on political campaigns. Now the LA Times reports that the U.S. Chamber is wasting no time in establishing an astroturf group of its very own. Called Friends of the Chamber, they're the little grassroots group that could, with a $6 million endowment to help ordinary citizens advocate for the interests of the poor, downtrodden corporations. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. You can listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher Radio. Follow us on Twitter. Download us on iTunes. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report.